welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely HP community. We have some more channeled guidance as this lovely day begins. It's a 222 portal. You will already have heard at least one, if not two, channeled guidance episodes. This one gets to close us up for a little bit more on the balancing of these beautiful, beautiful energies. So when you do know the meta-awareness and so the ability to be self-aware, to do what is emotional regulation skills, mental, emotional, and physical, human 101 mastery. So this means you have been either held with equanimity and so your whole three-year-old heart is there or uh, if you haven't then you got to learn in time in your own unique way sharing the stories with us will be great meantime we're going to begin so anyone who is potentially new a 5d collective person is an individual who has self-love in the forefront they're conscious lovers they know healthy self-worth so it's something that you put into practice like pacha in the emperor's new groove with Cusco. So we have pachas with Cuscos and squirrels and Ismas, but the pacha is the functional adult. So it's a person who knows exactly how to go into any type of conversation and not project the emotions. And so that's why it's very straightforward to have what is an enjoyable conversation versus shame, blame, fault, uh, what else, revenge, uh, there's another one, shame, blame, that blame, the blame, the blame stuff, so when we see all of those lovely people that seem like teenagers online, the 4D and 3D collective is how I call them for now, but you know, there are those of different soul age groups that have yet to learn how to choose self-love, so we'll put that to the side, but essentially fyi no demonic spirits no of the let's use by definition ancient text we're looking at the present and so we say okay ancient texts they don't understand how the neuroscience mental health community has the ability to explain every single one of a lot of things that take place yes patrick mcnamara you can look him up and he has an interview on the well so on that note while some people do enjoy using words others enjoy doing again conversation and that's why within our relationships we don't use words like that we have hey you want to talk and what we also learn though is how some people their behavior low self-esteem and direct communication passive aggressive and manipulation are all cuscos and so like pacha that's why we're using pacha and the emperor's new groove no matter how old you were I remember being a child and being taught with equanimity how to respect others. Plenty of songs like the ugly duckling one. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Uh, Jesus, for one, also talked about forgive them for they do not know. Turn the other cheek. Very straightforward examples. You know, God, when I was being raised with Catholicism and that's Christianity, it was there's only one of me, nobody else. And anybody who's acting like me, essentially, they're not me. And I know that there's a lot of different ways people in the community of uh, those groups that are organized, but in a way of being very closed-minded, because if you're open-minded, you learn about the sciences. So again, you would be updated on the information that talks about human beings, since you're a human being, independently from your background, meaning the belief system you have. So again, as you grow up, you learn how to use the independent brain though that 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 needs to be shared so you have to be able to be a functional adult it's not about discerning these words again it's it's about let me think mm, i'm in 2024 so again depends what surrounds you so hopefully i've been made it pretty clear anybody who is not here on the same page of sciences and spirituality walk hand in hand you can go elsewhere because 5d mystic here so spirituality hand in hand with sciences human elements spiritual elements nothing gets negated everything gets expanded that's how an expanding consciousness brain works and the ability to be here is because of the inner adults okay so when you're an inner adult even as a teenager you know how to handle projection that's what it's called when people use the name calling so they can call you names they can 
tell you you're selfish. So you just name it. There's no shame for a whole three-year-old heart. And so we're going to talk about that because see, Determined, the book that I haven't finished reading, but all of the lovely sciences do make it clear when a person does not have secure attachment, what happens, as well as when a person does not look up the good childhood trauma experts online that are out there for free and they find the uh, aspect of, what is it, I am not going to take ownership of my trigger, I'm going to say that I was triggered, okay, so any one of us can actually use the I was triggered, but if you were triggered and therefore you know you have emotional building regulation skills in the forefront, is it really fair to say that I was triggered, so let me use it as a defense? Is it more grown up to say, I know I have unfinished business, so I have emotional triggers, I'm going to learn how to expand my window of tolerance, because obviously you know what a window of tolerance is, I'm going to learn how to handle my adaptive child emotional responses, which means that I'm going to learn how to work with my self because of meta awareness so I learned words of triggers emotional triggers do I learn also how to therefore do ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises which involves how I handle myself in 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 situations so I can in behavior say wow you know what my three-year-old it just took the best of me I'm I'm so sorry uh let me try again I will try to address how I just handle you so these are called choice points and something that in a minute so hopefully i've made it clear we as adults don't people but the trauma experts have given me plenty out to share with you there are many individuals for sure who can make use of good free information and also if they want there are plenty of us i'm an attachment trauma-informed personal development mentor coach all these words i'm i'm supporting and your window of tolerance. child comes online and you're in structural dissociation because see i've had people that i have gone to and said hey that was structural dissociation no no i was conscious no no you don't understand what you did what you played out for the whole hour as i tried to walk you through something or others you're in uh, trauma bonding uh, and i'm not laughing because it's funny these are people who have degrees so any person who wants to come to me and say anything about no but triggers can't be they they can be i I walk with my panic attacks i I always have the way to expand my window of uh it's welcome for me but this is where i don't feel that i need to explain myself Uh, apparently some people need to have ways that people can talk to them about handling something which by the way though i have secure attachment so i do know that for me a body of secure attachment it's straightforward learned how to handle with equanimity because I was reassured it's going to be okay. So I did learn self-regulation. Okay, so some people don't learn it. That doesn't mean they justify their triggers, their reactions, their Cusco mannerisms. In fact, the nice thing about people who do recognize that, you know, definitely I know I have triggers and I will apologize for them and then I will go about my way to create a relationship with you. Now, the apology isn't necessary, but what is nice to appreciate you and you appreciate them is then that you consistently in time build a relationship because their actual modality of, you know what, I do know that I'm reactive because of things and I don't know maybe how to handle them, but I know how to recognize them. And because you're human, I care about you, human being. So I want you to know I'm sorry and then I'm going to keep treating you like a human being because that's what a caring connection is. So these things happen. Again, we all are imperfect and flawed, which is why the people who are teenagers out there choosing to use words to essentially say, I did it because I was triggered. Oh, okay. Your words help me to know you need good therapy. And like when I saw this really, really sad uh, story of a person who doesn't have didn't have a safe household and there's a whole bunch of stuff I'm, I'm not gonna go into it but I felt bad because they are making the people look out to be like people that are not you know uh, human while they are and there's a tragic story but at the same time the law is the law so there has to be some way of organizing things so using words to say I want to excuse myself for actually 
being aggressive, that's not actually you doing the expansion. Okay, so we have groups of people. The 5D are people who are saying, okay, uh, we <laughs> understand a lot of things. So let's see to get people to grow up now. Let's remember that the updated trauma information has been made available thanks to online. And so thanks to online, we also have the uh, amount of information that has expanded as well. So there's that. With that being said, again, we are here to be potchas. We can all move into self-love. And that's where we come in, the 5D Collective. We don't use excuses. Uh, we also understand a lot of unfortunate human suffering, love business narratives. They continue as people do not use what is good education and as people also use information at other times in ways that is like weaponization. So they weaponize words like the 4D when they talk about people as energy vampires and dark auras versus as human beings. They also talk about sagas of twin flame. And again, that is actually because those individuals do not have self-love in the forefront. To have self-love would mean you know how to work with your mental, emotional, and physical plane. So how to, obviously, like I said, in 2024, we have a lot of, there's a lot of courses that offer shortcuts. Obviously, personal development is a long-term journey, as is actual healing from one's own childhood trauma. The journey is individual. It's based on you. But the people that use the words, they're not actually on a journey. They're using words to call each other names. So that's how they use the information. And that's why we want to create new conversations. Okay, the channeled guidance is for those of you who are in tune with the energies. You know that there's these lovely, lovely, ah, you know, divine masculine, divine feminine of yourself. Okay, so with the twin flame, no saga because it's people. People who have choice points. So every person gets to choose how they're going to treat another person and even though we have triggers and so like I said and gave the example we can all be reactive every single one of us we can all be emotional and we can all say things that we don't mean the part that makes it clear that you want to build an intimate relationship is the aspect of actual intimacy which does not mean you have to have any physical connection no you don't have to fuck someone actually that is the least of intimate uh, situations because it's intimate if two people actually securely attach that's when it becomes the love oxytocin gene hormone so they know they can count on each other to keep each other safe physically emotionally and mentally so you may have an exchange of so-called bodily fluids and whatnot but that is meaningless and in fact it's quite um, no heart is involved when those people who have impaired bilateral integration, which means they don't have a relationship with their inner world, their inner child. So they're actually just doing what is mechanical. Uh, mystic particularly will be very aware of this because it's just no person's there. I mean, yes, there's a person there. Don't get me wrong, but there's not a heart. So your inner child is not just an inner child. It's your open, spontaneous heart. It's your humanity. What people don't realize about trauma is that a person who does not have the ability to start accepting their self and their imperfections and flaws will eventually lead themselves to shut out those charges because suppressing of those emotions is what in, in it begins to take place so you don't become the teenager with the child parts you stay teenager and that becomes eventually what i've seen is an armored human being with a pattern and so you're just a pawn of a pawn of a pawn and they're a pawn in their own game and it's not even a game because you know this is a part being a 5d mystic we live and breathe Every day is a special day. I share moments with you when I come here. You share moments with me. And when people are here for the reasons that I already know, IHP will not call people who are not of heart. I try to make it very clear in every way, shape, or form possible. And I laugh because I know there are some people that will tune in. You either love all 8 billion plus people growing or you're not 
actually ready or inclined to want to be a 5D collective person, it's okay, you don't have to. But if you don't love all humanity, you're not oneness consciousness. You're going to not be able to have compassion in the forefront. Compassion does not mean you have to feel that you want to be kind to anyone. It's an actual physiological way that your body will be. It's a ventral vagal nervous system and it's your prefrontal cortex engaged. So the machines that I get to learn from the therapists show this, which is why a person can talk about 5D. You will know if they are in this state of consciousness, not because of spiritual or spirituality. No, no. It's how they treat you and their neighbor. It's when they're walking in the street and somebody punches them in the face. Obviously, you're going to call the cops, don't punch me in the face. But my point is how they feel after it happens, which will not be, wow, what an asshole. I mean, yes, the asshole part comes, but you're like, oh shit, what happened to you? My gosh, what, what triggered you? The first question of a person who is in love with being a person is, wow, okay, now that was not necessary. If it came out of the blue, there's no reason for it. No, wait a minute, there is. I'm attachment and trauma informed. Who knows? I must, I must have moved in a way that triggered their emotional stuff. And I'm not even kidding right now, but that doesn't justify. That's why we have laws again. That way people stay away from each other physically. Other people, they've taken and exaggerated. So they actually feel that they can, and I'm talking right now about women friends that have told me that they've assaulted. You know, they don't use the word assaulted. I would, I, if I were a man, I definitely would have went to somebody say, hey, they, they assaulted me because you have no right, man, woman, or they, to put your hands on anyone. The part where if there's a trigger, here's what happens when you are an emotional owner of your own self. I reacted. I'm at fault. I could have handled myself better. I didn't know how to. I'm going to go to anger management. It's 2024. There's no reason for people to be ashamed anymore with all the information. So there are a lot of people, man, women, days that find a lot of ways to excuse poor behavior. And apparently they didn't get taught how not to use their hands. I remember getting taught how not to use my hands. In fact, I remember very clearly getting taught how not to use my hands and to use my mouth and not to use my mouth in a potty way that I would respect people. So it is something that I would say anyone who wanted to growing up keep it in the forefront did. I did. And here's where when you were first really doesn't count because you don't choose as a zero one year old to have not secure attachment. You don't choose to have a shame defectiveness. So you don't choose to feel that you're a piece of shit or that you are you, that you deserve getting in trouble. That's why we want to be aware triggers are real and people don't feel good about their self until they can meet someone like a Pacha, again, a 5D, a self-loving person who says, I love you just the way you are. And if you use a nasty behavior, I'm going to talk to you about it. And I'm going to obviously continue talking to you about it because why wouldn't I? So inner adults don't have a shyness when it comes to, let me present to you everything. I don't have anything to hide. That's why. We also don't expect to be identified as good or bad or any of that. We're humans. I'm going to have emotions. However, I will want to engage. I will. And we'll learn if we can play nice or not, meaning if we can become friends. And as you grow up, you think people can become friends emotionally mature people don't hang out with the ego sensitive ones they're boring it's like hanging out with a kid but it's not a kid it's a grown-up who's going to just make conversations that's even worse than small talk i mean small talk is way better than having a teenager in the room who's an adult because they're just going to start listening to you a bunch of things and it's going to be like a little machine which is what a child is i know i was a little machine and still i can be okay so we choose how to handle each other when things come up or we choose how to reflect and then converse when things have happened and that's why there's no saga with twin flames every person chooses once you have had an interaction if you say sorry and you mean it and you want to build intimacy, you keep building intimacy. If you just say sorry, and essentially there's no interest in deepening the connection, you don't continue the relationship in the same way. 
and that's what some people do. So when it comes to, again, twin flame or flames, doesn't matter what the word is. A self-loving human being will know exactly what to do when a person begins to do the silent treatment because really that's what happens. We will no longer chit-chat because you're not chit-chatting with me. It's straightforward. Now, obviously, you go through a series of explorations from the ages of 11, as I was saying, 12, 13, not, no, not as adult, adult, adults. So I'm 44. I don't know how old you are, but I'm going to say by the time you're your mid-20s, you have enough experiences. By the time you're in your mid-30s, you're going to know exactly how to have fun in life if you are a conscious lover. And that's because you have your own divine feminine and divine masculine. You don't suppress your emotions with numbing agents and you don't have numbness and you don't excuse reactive behavior. You get your mental, emotional and physical health all up to par and you actually notice, hmm, having people around, let me think, it's going to be the people that let me feel my open-hearted, spontaneous three-year-old. It's going to be straightforward. And it's not because you're going to eliminate people. I have plenty of friends that throughout the years, we worked through a lot of things. <laughs> One of my friends comes to mind, and you all know the stories, my regular listeners. And we never, ever distanced. We had recalibrations. That's what happened. But we share important moments, and we share moments to support each other. It's not the amount of times. It's the actual ways that people continue to be in each other's type of relationship so not all people want to be attachments. secure attachment figures is a different story so secure attachment connections is your oversoul the entirety of it for secure attachment figures we have another equation now let's chit chat a little bit about that one secure attachment figures involve consistently Okay, let's make sure you got that one because my app every now and then acts funny. Secure attachment figures are people who will be for each other safe havens and secure bases. The safe haven is where you with another person feel all to be okay. So they help to de-stress nervous system when you're stressed. If you're afraid, if you're anxious, if you're whatever it is, there's someone you can go to and that's because they actually also don't know how to soothe their own nervous system. So this is something very important. But primarily, they will be able to have you feel very, very secure and just space that's safe and that you can keep with your heart open. Your heart open is very important. There are people who do not open their heart. If you're not opening your heart, you'll know it, as all the people that I have talked to. And if you don't, then I'm going to say we want to chit chat if you want about that one but uh, obviously it's going to tell me that you're afraid of people which means there's not a sense of safety or self-love so no conscious lovers but of course you know reach out if you're serious about personal development and we'll see what we can do about that but the part that you already would not know I mean the reality is people no, they might not know that they've been numbing because the shame cycle is something unfamiliar to uh, some people. So inner critic, outer critic. Shaming involves also suppression through self-soothing mechanisms like drugs, alcohol, fucking. So yes, that is something that becomes compulsive. Cheating, a pattern becomes compulsive. It's you searching for a high, something that's, oh, I'm relaxed, not something that's healthy for you. And it's also something taken out of uh, regularly, uh, basically becomes something addictive that you would notice doesn't add to your well-being. But it's something you do to de-stress, okay? So that's part of a shame cycle, which is why then you isolate. Isolate doesn't mean by yourself. You just keep doing the same thing. And that's an indication that you want to say, okay, I'm going to stop. I have my mental, emotional, and physical health in the forefront. I'll journal, I'll do music, I'll eat healthy. There's many ways you can choose. Do you have the motivation to get out of the pattern? Because that's the part that it's going to call to you again and again and again. And are you motivated? And if so, by what? And that is the part that can get tricky. But if you have a herd, so what is a herd? Our loved ones that love you, they're going to say, hey, Keep an eye out on that. So once you're choosing that you want out for sure and for good, you're going to say, hey, herd, I made this choice. I want you to come at me every time this happens because you would know. 
doesn't mean you have to exclude anything completely. You know yourself. If you're choosing to be motivated, and this is conscious. People know when they're motivated. They know when they're not. And it's not something that's straightforward. So again, have compassion for people. When they decide, when anyone decides to not be a part of your life, there's the 4D who talk about leaving it for room for growth. No, there's no growth, meaning today I could die. If you're choosing to leave me, you're choosing the easy way out. And your excuse is something I can understand, but it's an excuse. And you don't have the motivation to get out of what is a challenging dysfunctional nervous system. So it's totally a-okay. See, a secure attachment person will not say you are forced to love me or you are first forced to love yourself. No, I will know if you have chosen not to love because it is the minute that you choose not to have a very much grown-up confrontation conversation that you will have chosen fear. You will have chosen fear like my teenage friends. They all had reasons for why they didn't tell me the truth. They all feared rejection. Not a, a good excuse in my book. That's also why my conclusion was, wow, they don't like confident people. I'm not going to be not confident because teenagers don't know how to speak a truth. What's wrong with you? You obviously don't know how to have balls or a vagina for that matter. When you grow up and you hear therapists saying there's couples that go to therapy, they still don't want to be vulnerable. Okay, so I'm just saying, if somebody chooses to walk out or to come in and out, the minute you're coming in and out of my life, at a certain point, we're like, okay, they just come in and out. It's like a little, it's a, what is it called? A flag. You just go wherever you want, wherever the wind takes you. I'm not going to be waiting for you anywhere. You're going with the wind. I don't even know. Maybe tomorrow you'll be here. Maybe you won't. So you're not reliable. I'm not building with you. You're not building anything with me. You're not a secure attachment. You're a secure connection, that's for sure. Of course, we're always going to be home. I can be home for you. You can be home for me. That's exactly what secure attachment connections are. So that's why our oversoul expands, but it's not a person that we can rely on. It is not a person that can be relied on for themselves. That's how unreliable. And so again, people who are pachas are not going to be lecturing Cusco's like Pacha at the end when he's lying. I'm not going to lecture something that's obviously uh, your go-to mechanism. Your go-to mechanism is I skip out of town, skip out of town, keep skipping, hopping. So that's where, again, no lecture needed because that person and or the people that do stuff like this, you know, when they still we have people who use the word um, falling in and out of love. You can't fall in or out of love. And that's according to lovely Stephen Porges when he explains how our ventral vagal nervous system works. And so your oxytocin gene hormone, it turns on when you're safe inside your body to be yourself with other people, one. Or when you're safe to be with another person, which is why we have the relationship soul age people and all those power couples. They, they're like little kids because they're zero one-year-olds, rely on each other to say, yep, keep going, keep going. And that's great because they need that. So they feel strong when they're together. But take them solo and let's see them stand. Not that they have to. Nobody has to. We're mammals. We're meant to be together. So no, none of us are an, an island. Even the ones who think they are, they're not. And when they actually make it so that they're an island, they're not doing well. It's a very sad day. When a person removes themselves from society, they need a good therapist. They don't need to be alone. And so this is why education and sharing information and not stigmatization is important. No person is here to be alone. And the only reason we have the whole alone thing, let's not even go there. So let me get back to channeled guidance. Like I said, when people skip out on town, you understand that they're not interested in building. That doesn't make them a bad person. Unless you're a person who's judgmental, then you're not in the 5D collective because you're casting a stone. And I tried to share again and again and again, we're all imperfect and flawed. No need to cast a stone since laws take care of the physical aspect. And all of us are, again, going to be able to be seen as the bad person in somebody's story. You better bet I'm an evil witch to who knows how many people since I'm a mystic. So that's the part. Whenever anyone is looking at you, they're looking at all the things you do. And if you have tarot in your back pocket or crystals or sage, you better bet some people who are extremists, oh, there's a demon for you. Oh, really? Okay, thank you so much for that word. 
where shall I put it? Which one of my lovely pockets? Because I'm laughing inside and out. What school did you go to? Which university? I'm wondering who's your teachers because I want to go interview them. And so that's what an intellectual brain can do with the emotional and mental maturity. We don't bother because we're busy with other things that are more important. So again, a person who wants to not build a snowman will keep themselves shut out with a very, very lame excuse, might I add, since it's 2024 and there's answers. The ones who really don't have any of this, this is not funny. Again, they need support. So we can, uh, through compassion, not what I see out there when, again, we have women who excuse their behavior of hitting men. I'm just saying I've heard more than one story and I'm a woman and I'm speaking up because I'm a woman who disagrees with that. And when I've had to keep silent, it's because I'm not able to say as somebody flaunts around and praises the group of whatevers uh, because they assume something. So others will say a lot of other things, but I'm just saying I don't think there's anything to um, praise. If you're being physically aggressive, I would say that you obviously don't know what it means to be a person who's in fact enlightened which, by the way, reminds me of the Dalai Lama and enlightenment. So many of those uh, people with the mantles, they use words. I don't see them learning how to use compassion. Uh, I just see them using words. So, yes, how you choose to treat another. Some of us, it's easy. With secure attachment and healthy self-worth, there is no reason for me to insult you. You will have actually made it very clear what type of person you are with the way you handle everything in my and you and our interaction so the ventral vagal that is the actual position and the way that a person stands when they have healthy self-worth and self-love and confidence and empowerment you will look at a person as whole you'll not see anything except for a person in front of you the thing is if they have triggers well we don't know what's going to be going on inside of them, but I have a lot of friends. Got one of my friends that I'm thinking about right now. And the way she described me is beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love that woman. And I talked to you about her. But the way she described how she feels when she sees me. And I just wanted to make sure, is it a good thing? And she said, yes. But she's an empowered woman. So she's accepted how she lives her life very much with, um, I'm going to say, smiles, which is good for her. I hope that she also gets her nervous system in a visibility spectrum at some point, but that's, you know, not my business. But I have shared it with her. So that's what you do. When you love each other, you don't say, hey, great job, you're drinking so much. You also don't say, oh, you're a slob. And you also don't say, let me talk about you behind your back and do nothing to try and support you and to say, hey, how about you try fixing that? How about you try looking to uh, in the middle ground? And then to not leave it alone after one month. No, I can keep harassing you as much as I want if I'm a loved one. That's what caring connections do. They will moderately continue to say, I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. And any smart person will know what looking out for you. Call the person a slob. You do not call them a drunk. You do not call them anything. They care about you. And this is something concerning. There is a basic knowledge of words can use when they care about each other. It's not hard. So again, when people choose not to use words, and they choose, though, to address something, and it's meaningful for them to build a relationship with you, you will notice it. The same way you'll notice when it's just something they say, but other than that, they're not really into the connection. So they don't want to build a safe attachment connection with you, okay? And that's where a person who's mature enough isn't going to chase you to stay in each other's lives. Obviously, you're not intrigued or enriched, okay? And, and every one of us, by the way, we all will consciously choose to engage with the people that we feel drawn to. So it's not something abnormal. Again, those who have attachment wounds and trauma, unless they become aware, I keep on choosing people that don't treat me well. Mm, okay, I'm going to go fix that now, not tomorrow. And I'm going to fix the fact that I have unfinished business if there is that. And so there is a way that you pursue the journey to get yourself into this 
beautiful divine masculine, divine feminine. Again, healthy self-worth and self-love is one of those most beautiful opportunities. Let's share it for those of you who tune in and are tuning in and are secure attachment. You lead by example. And that doesn't mean you lecture people who don't actually go and tend to their entire stuff. People, they don't listen about anything when it comes to, um, what's the word, um, to the trauma stuff, the structural dissociation stuff. So it's an aspect that um, you're just going to be able to address any of you who are attachment and trauma informed you'll know how to just share information because that's really all we want to do but not be a pain in the ass about it because some people they just you know they don't they're not it's not good or bad i mean obviously it's not good for them but they will all my human suffering love group they always have an answer for me like no no maria it's the people <laughs> And you're like, well, are you sure it's the people? Because this is what I, yes, Maria, it's the people. Okay, fine, it's the people. It's the boys who don't know how to keep the word. It's the men, it's the girls that don't know how to keep their word. So it's always somebody. Why I say teenage land, that's what it sounds like. So again, having conversations, and let's talk about that. Since we do have an era with good psych education, and we have people who are doing emotional lifting because they want to become their whole three-year-old hearts, or they already are, and the ones who are, you better bet that they're in those seats. They're learning things as well as implementing them. And so we got plenty of pacha handshakes out there. And when you meet people that are busy with that, uh, this is where it's very nice because what you do get is... Um, these, uh, what are they called? These heart-to-heart -heart conversations. Okay, so when a person accepts their inner child and they allow themselves to be flawed and imperfect and then they allow themselves to also believe in their self and know if you love me, you're going to accept me for everything that I am. If you love me, I'm not going to work for love. I'm going to be safe, the safe haven. I'm going to be able to be the funny so like in the case of a mystic who's polyamory, <laughs> there you go. You're going to have me just the way I am with my woo-woo-ness. And the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, that, that one's really fascinating. If you're not curious about any of my world, how are you and I going to be in each other's lives? Same thing goes if I were not curious. Okay, and curiosity naturally takes place because you want to be able to talk to each other. That's the secure base part. You want to support each other and you have compersion. That's another indication of healthy self-worth and self-love. No envy and no jealousy. Partners in especially life do not compete if they have the 5D approach. 4D, 3D, different thing. In fact, I got plenty of stories for that one. As you build relationships, it's for us to understand where a person comes from. And if you're open to differences, that's also something that allows this to happen without any kind of hinge or hitch or glitch or however the word is. Let me look for a lovely sad guru. He has some really nice quotes and one is ideal. Uh, exploring the full possibility of your capabilities is more important than being one step ahead of someone else. So when people do not have compersion, so they don't have the ability to be happy for somebody at all times, even when those somebodies, like the twin flame, twin flames, are not wanting to build secure attachment relationship with you, when a person has no compersion, they're not a conscious lover. Not yet. And that's not good or bad, but they, like the Maya Angelou quote, don't have a shirt on. And they say, I love you, and they think they're actually doing somebody a favor by giving them their shirt, which is what you find within the Twin Flame community as they consistently insult the divine masculine of the counterpart. Not to mention they want to set up not all the, the wise individuals who are Enlightenment Soul Age Group mystics. They know that uh, the 4D is seriously just playing teenage game, if you will, because any person who is related to this lovely Akashic intelligence, and when I say related, I mean that they have pure consciousness, they have the capacity to be unconditionally loving, there's no way that they will ever do separation consciousness. 
The ones who do, they don't know self-love yet. And that's because they need each other in a very specific way, which is very different than what love is. Love is free. You don't work for it. And you don't change who you are. You behave who you are. And then because you care about each other, you learn how to expand because that's exactly what compersion is. So nobody's competing with another person. When people who say they're partners, they compete. It's not a competition. That's person who has not yet achieved self-love so of course they're going to be on different pedestals and that is not a partnership of conscious lovers that is a partnership of people who are complementing each other in a very specific way that involves one giving each other that sense of safety but it's not even a sense of safety built on let's do it together as independent it's let's do it as one thing so it's enmeshment in fact at least a person who's a whole differentiated self will feel and notice the difference and as for the stories so when people compete against each other because they have low self-esteem and i've seen this again from teenage years to my adult years and as for partners meaning people who are together well i mean Part of me is like, it's better when you see the ones who are one thing, even if it's like, okay, you're really just one whole thing. You're doing the same, like, it's like a honey thing, all, all one. That's what it feels like when you see people that are that versus the ones who support each other to become their independent versions. Like you are you, I'm me. We're going to walk next to each other. The ones who are competing, it's just horrible. It's horrible to see something like that because it's, it's actually a traumatization within the person that's you don't want to be near that. It's just sad. It's a sad story when, when that happens. But I'm going to use people who I know of as friends and what I got to witness. And so the story is one that my regular listeners know about. And this is a good friend of mine and his good friend. They've been friends since they were teenagers. My friend had been dumped after 14 years of a relationship, meaningful. So he was at home, depressed, throwing up. I find out he's throwing up. I find out he's depressed and I'm saying to my friend who's his friend who's coming out with me and my girlfriend and girlfriends why don't you have him come with us no no he doesn't want to come I said really give me his number I didn't have his number anymore let me see maybe I can convince him he really shouldn't be at home in this state that's not something good for him and I called him as I called him he came out now he didn't come out immediately but he did come out with me a couple of times I'm like come on come out come have fun and then he joined and when I saw him with his friend I realized why his friend had actually not called him as they buffoonedly walked around like roosters around a bunch of hens who were not interested by the way in them because they were not the uh, men of attraction no no there were two other men who had women by the way and that's even more funny let's not even go there and all of these women uh, definitely had one thing which was fascinating in mind since the men were already taken and they did not choose polyamory no they they were doing the whole non-consensual non-monogamy which is why it was fascinating that the women then were catty towards each other i think is the right word i even got stepped on by one of them who later on told me what was told to her by one of these gentlemen the one who basically didn't get anything from me because I had no interest my interest was building a friendship and I in fact wondered why all of a sudden this human being stopped talking to me because we were having some really great intellectual conversations and all of a sudden he went silent like ah whatever it's cool he he, he's busy he doesn't have time we're friends I get to see him whenever I go with my girlfriends there and eventually lo and behold I find out that the dude went to a girl's ear and said don't hug me you're going to make Maria jealous which got her to do the very thing which is step on my foot almost throw me to the ground and I just smiled and said hi my name's Maria and she gave me her name and then we became friends and here's where kicker one of my good friends she's telling me at a certain point you can't be friends with her excuse me (laughs) you can't be friends with her why she's dating the person i like so what you both are dating somebody who's actually you're not dating anyone don't you know he has a girlfriend uh no i don't choose my friends based on my friends i'm her friend what do you think i'm gonna go tell her our secrets no but you can't it's not right excuse me okay here let me make it clear i don't do friendship this way we don't have to be friends i'm gonna be friends with her if you don't like it it's cool i get it but 
I am not doing this thing that you're talking about. And I remind you again, you both are with a man who is not with you. And uh, you're both basically his lovebirds. And so I don't know why there's a competition in the first place. Literally, like seriously. Okay, so that is indicative of low self-esteem human beings all over the place. Oh, I mean, that's very much where the human love suffering people are like, no, no, and no, no. Okay, healthy self-worth. Let me repeat. You don't date emotionally unavailable people. If a person's got a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a day friend, and they're not polyamory and you know about it, it's not about you not do it. You do whatever you want. Just be realistic and objective about it. And don't be going around thinking they're yours because seriously, you're not anybody's in that circumstance. It's another thing if you're organizing something and plus you're not ownership, but that, that's another. So there's that. Okay, that's what happens when you have low self-esteem people. And these were all grown human beings. Oh, they had education, university, money, jobs. No, no, none of them were from any of those areas that some people are like, oh, they're from an area. Well, they weren't from an area. Okay, how about that? And actually, people from areas, I know of them, and some of them treat each other way more like functional adults and true love than these people. So it's not the education. You actively make choices. Like my friend, I have plenty of stories of my friend with following this event, what took place, which was one of them hiding that he began fucking one of the group's people. And I'm thinking, wow, huh, that's not friendship. Why would you hide that? Do you think I would not be happy for you? And it was because I gave my friend some advice. I said, you know, dude, you're not ready to date. You just broke up with someone. You think you're ready. This is your Achilles heel. You want time to heal. 14 years, you were throwing up. Until yesterday, you were not coming out. What are you doing? You're not thinking clearly. I also hang out all the time here. I know what goes on. And lo and behold, I gave good advice. You know what I get? Oh, I get. I get what I got. And that is a story for another time, which is I just said, hmm, interesting. That's what I use as a word when I find people who have low self-esteem, indirect communication, capacities of nothing except for, oh, no, but this is the norm. Hangover movies, Maria. No, no. Thank you, trauma experts. It's not the mystic. The mystic is a bonus. The trauma experts help me to use words to share self-love. It's straightforward for some of us. It's called healthy self-worth. It's called uh, if you have another woman, if she is aware that you are polyamory, then great. That's something we're going to talk about. If, on the other hand, you're trying to make advances, and I know that you're not. I'm not going to say that you know anything can happen. However, I'm going to be like clear. Let's let's clear this. You are taken, and I'm not on board with this. And please do not involve me. I will try nicely to say you're, you don't want to involve a person in something like that, do you? Well, lo and behold, some people we all know, they actually don't care. They don't care like people who offer drugs to people who don't need to get on drugs because they're on medication. And I've seen that from grown men. Hmm. A lot of people make a lot of choices. I'd say that they remind me of teenagers, not grown-ups. So grown-ups, emotionally, mentally, and physically, we're not perfect. Nobody said perfection. It's the whole part about why spirituality process, the Enlightenment Soul Age people, we don't do social good behavior. But we definitely know the difference between what is a person who knows their worth, a person who knows how to have a ball and or balls and a vagina and or vaginas, Versus ones who, you know, what's nice to know about the healthy self-worth people is that everyone can access it. Everyone. So it's an excuse for some people when they, no, it's not an excuse. They just don't believe the updated educational information because they don't want to. It craps their style. It craps the suppression of the numbing of the emotions that they want to continue to repress and ignore. So some people choose the human suffering love narrative. It's still love. Oh, yeah, they're all over that one. But some of us are like, no, that, that's not love. You're naked. You gave me a shirt. You can't walk in public. I want to walk in public because I want to be a part of society because that's how we bring forth more to the world. So please be kind, be compassionate. Remember, if somebody chooses to go silent, that means they do not want to grow intimate with you at all. Not even a, li not even a little bit. Zero, zero. There's no need to make a scene. Because what's the scene for? If you're 16, of course, 18, 19, again, mid-20s, believe me, totally understandable to try and communicate. Hey, hello, can you hear me? 
I love what I get to learn. So when you're expanding consciousness, every time you have an interaction with people, you learn. I learned from a bunch of my friends, including the one I didn't finish a bunch of stories with. And what I've learned from every single one of the people, especially those lovely so-called human beings who are men, they keep saying, you're a woman, and we don't have a relationship with our emotions. And I keep saying, well, I am a woman, so I can't have a relationship with you then. And no, I'm not interested in women. But I will say, the women don't have relationships with their hearts either when I see them doing what they do and justifying their bad manners and their justification is not loving, but they certainly think it is. And they think because they have some clairs that they are better than other people, which is obviously indicative of low self-esteem. Healthy self-worth means I'm not superior and fear to you. I look at you, man, woman, or they, and say, hi, my name's Maria. And then we get to be ourselves. It's very easy. And if you do Cusco stuff, well, it's okay. We know how to do Pacha. So on this lovely 222, the balancing of your divine feminine and divine masculine is you getting to be a person who knows every human being has a heart. And those who don't know how to speak direct truths to your face, they don't know how to handle mental, emotional, or physical maturity. It is not a contest to move into your 5D oneness consciousness, not a contest to move into mysticism. That is either going to happen or not. To be in that enlightenment soul age group, same thing goes. To be a functional adult, same thing goes. You get to choose to learn to be your safe haven, secure base, based on the new updated information that's out there for free. It gives you a lot of good information, but based on when somebody is in front of you, how are you going to treat them? Because see, there's something called, yes, I can be reactive. It's the minute that I choose how I'm going to handle you once I see that your heart's broken or that you're upset. That will show if I have availability of my humanity and how far am I going to go to make sure that you and I stay in each other's lives because I care. If I care, it's not, again, necessary. Everybody has their oversoul. This is why. There's no drama or sagas. There's no people getting eliminated from oversouls. The whole 4D community and anyone who talks about people as if they're objects that you can take and throw in the trash, they don't know how to be a whole human adult yet. It means they have a sensitive ego. It means they don't know we're different and they don't know how to do the very thing that Sadhguru says, you're a shit, no, you're a shit, fuck you, fuck you, and high five and let's go have fun today. Those of us who do know it, that's why. They're the most amazing relationships, the ones who want to be secure attachment connections and secure attachment figures. The figures you build together because you can't build a home alone. If you're a figure and attachment, it means we build our home doesn't have to be couple-centric, but we build, hey, you know what I want to do for the future? I want to grow old, and here's what I want to do. That This is called, yes, we want each other, whether you're monoamory or polyamory, with secure attachment, there's the ability to be functional adults. The love language is amazing. So tune in for more. The channel guidance is for this beautiful harmonization of the 2222. I hope you enjoyed, and if you have any questions, let me know for... Any specific guidance, we have paid subscription base. And I wish you all a most wonderful day.